Hello and welcome to another episode of the CBGS podcast. We are coming up to Christmas, so we thought this week we're going to have a general conversation with Mr. Waite. Get in behind, see what's behind the lens. <laughs> and um, yes, I'm here with Mr. Waite today, and then we've actually changed location. We're in the Aspen Waite offices today. So... Uh, Mr. Armstrong um, has made a spectacular start to this, this week's podcast uh, by forgetting that the CBGS is brought to you, of course, by Aspen Weight. Uh, so it's the Aspen Weight CBGS podcast, and we are indeed in uh, Aspen Weight Towers today. Yes, a very fine location for it. Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting here munching on some digestive biscuits and a nice drink of lime cordial, so I'm feeling quite tired after... Um, Driving back from Chepstow this morning, Mr. Armstrong. Mm, yes. I understand you had a very important business meeting in Chepstow. It went very well. <laughs> yes, so potentially, um, will that be able to say anything to the, view- to the listeners, viewers? So I get ahead of myself, you see. Oh, we'll be on the telly one day, Drew and I. Um, so Aspen Wake could be double the size uh, it is now as of the new year. So obviously that's quite exciting. Wow. A lot to think about, and um, I shall be working very hard at the weekend to... Uh, to make sure that everything has gone about in an orderly fashion. Mm. Would you like to give a rundown of the week, how it's been this week for you, sir? <laughs> oh, thanks, Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, usual, uh, usual sort of... Um, I can't really think, think what am I doing this week, Drew? I can't even remember. It's like I feel, feel brain dead on Friday. Uh, I think I've been talking to so many people who've been ill uh, with, with various allergies that... Uh, I spent all week trying to avoid being ill, actually. <laughs> I did stay in a beautiful hotel with lots of ducks and swans ah, yes. outside my room, which was rather nice, apart from the quacking at one o'clock in the morning. Uh, I'm not used to people quacking in my bed at one o'clock in the morning, or indeed at three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 um, one thing I suppose we should say, we haven't been very good in catching up with the footy scores recently. Mm. So um, the Haybridge Swifts have um, continued their slightly mixed season. Um, I think the last time I looked, um, the Swifts have played 15 matches, winning nine, drawing one and losing five. So a very respectable 28 points after 15 matches. Uh, I normally think that um, if a team manages to get an average of about two points a game, it's promotion form. So the Swifts are very close to that. Uh, Currently sitting in fifth position in the league. Mm. Having beaten the sixth, the team that was one position above them away last week, therefore swapping with them, Grays Athletics. That was uh, so. It's been quite a good time for for the Swifts. The, the form's um, probably not as good as it was at this time last year, but um, obviously free from FA Cup pressure. So um, Gary tells me that um, they're all geared up to promotion. So I'm very hopeful that uh, that our team will see the course this year, old chap. Um, obviously, um, there's nothing really else to report from um, rugby league season is obviously dormant at the moment. So um, this week, really, it's just been a continuation of. Um, I had a, a, very, a particularly good meeting with um, one of my best clients, a very good friend, Nigel England, this week, um, and also uh, an extendingly uplifting meeting with um, the Premier Forest Group in Newport. Uh, company I massively respect, even more so having been there this week, uh, not least for their ethical and environmental policies, which are second to none. It's always really um, heartwarming, I think, when people don't just face legislation, they embrace it. So these people are 
doing a lot more than they need to do. It's, they literally know where every panel of wood comes from, which is, um, say, you know, a great thing. So, yeah, yeah, usual, usual busy week. Um, and looking, looking forward increasingly to Christmas. It has to be ah, said, Mr. Armstrong. Yes. As you know, my room is now looking like it's customary grotto appearance as everyone knows I'm a small child and uh, things like bright lights and colours uh, work very well with me so um, I, I do find my room rather stimulating at the moment oh that's good then yeah it's a good word stimulating <laughs> top work to be done in a stimulating room <laughs> don't, don't, get too, don't get too far through <laughs> So, um, I would like to get a little bit behind your, behind your mind this week, Paul. Oh dear. In the 25 years of running a business, I, w- I, would, li- I would like to know a few things. Would you? Yes. Um, yes. What, what, has, what has been your biggest motivation to succeed in these 25 years, would you say? Seeing as we're on a Christmas special, <laughs> let's give something special to the listeners. <laughs> Oh, we're not on the Christmas special yet. That's not <laughs> but it is Christmas. Yourself, <laughs> yeah. um, I should point out to the listeners today that Drew was researching uh, words like cretin and imbecile uh, in, the, in the rather spectacular hope that he may be cleverer than that. Uh, his poor little face when he realised that what he was was um, was rather sad to be honest with you. But there we are. Um, interesting one, Matt. Um, uh, it's funny, uh, I wrote something down the other day and my wife actually said to me, um, I don't think that's right, what you said. And, uh, and I said, what was that? She said, well, I think your greatest motivation has been fear of failure. Mm. Um, so I don't know whether that counts as a, as a motivator, but so fear of failure. Well, I, what I can say to you um, in the early years, when, um, as you know, as you went to school with Callum, mm. my... This is true. This so my my basic objective was uh, to see the boys through school. Mm. That's that that was um, my biggest driver. Family. Mm. Well, no, well, it, it was it's just was, this sounds a very sort of negative way of putting it, but uh, you know, trying to make sure that my boys got through school without being humiliated, mm. if you like, you know. That uh, you know the business did well enough to to see them through school and everything was okay. You know. Do you feel uh, your motivators changing as 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 time has been as time has gone on? Because Aspen Waiters is is a very different company now than it was twenty years ago. Yes, absolutely. Um, that's a very good question, really, because um, one of the things that I've got to think about at the moment is I've just. Uh, architected um, a deal which potentially allows me to double the size of Aspen Weight for very little money mm. and having sort of done the deal I then I guess I feel I owe it to myself and everyone else that works for Aspen Weight to actually challenge my drivers, mm. my motivators as to why do I want to do that because mm. um, it's very easy, you know, hear people say you know, what do you want to do and they say oh, I want to become 25 million or I want to win Wimbledon or something they're rather begs the question why, you know. Um, and I'm not sure there is an answer to that, really. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's why, for instance, I think, you know, I've told the story quite a lot. My, uh, my new coach, uh, John Holden, when he, he, did, he did the first um, session with me, uh, and I said to him, why hadn't he asked me about, 
you know, my journey to the top of the mountain. And he said, well, that's because with you, the mountain changes every day. So it does. So I, I think really um, it's, 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 it's almost impossible to say uh, there is a prime motivator or indeed I know ultimately where I'm going. I would, from, from sorry. Scene, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, I would, sorry, sorry. I would, I would say, you know, ultimately, the, the, well, I think um, the truthful answer is, is uh, that you, you sort of, you end up, you have to sort of see how far could you go. Mm. Uh, you, you have these ideas. Mm. Funny enough, I was just having a, an interesting debate with Judy Kingham, who's always good for a point of view. And Judy's view was that, you know, um, a period of consolidation would be a good thing, which of course it would. But, you know, the, the, the problem is, is that, um, or the issue is, is that I've unleashed uh, a marketing strategy which is unlike most people's insofar as it's long-term. Uh, clearly, the strategy is being highly successful. It's very difficult then to turn around to the market and, and stop it. Mm. Um, Once you set you the could, wheels in motion. Well, yeah, well, as, 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 I, as, <laughs> as I call it, the, 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 the water coming out of the taps. The, the water is coming out of the taps. You can't, literally can't turn the water off. Um, and if you tried to, it would be it would be very damaging. So you would you would do things like damage your reputation. Mm. Um, you would have to lower customer service, those sort of things. Uh, and I, I, for one, am not prepared to do that. Mm. So I think you know, within reason, I think uh, it's like you 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 start a journey, and 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 and, and there's almost well, let's see where I can get. Mm. And and of course, what happens is almost every day because of another success potentially the journey becomes longer into more exotic territories and so on and so forth and and from, from seeing you paul I, I it's i see that you get a, a big amount of satisfaction from these from these wins that happen in this is it that obvious yeah you know, <laughs> is that, that for me is i can see as a big motivator for you how, as well. how do you see that out of interest um just the the, the gratification of um of seeing things grow um seems to please you greatly <laughs> <laughs> well, well obviously uh, you know it's, it's it's much easier to be the chief executive uh, of a company where uh, let's, let's be honest uh, strategically most of the uh, vision is mine mm. uh, so for instance you know the the the, um, the deal that potentially has happened today is 100% me no no percent of anybody else mm. um, so I'd have to be I'd have to be a bit Cold-hearted, not to um, take any satisfaction from from that, wouldn't I? Mm. I think that one thing that it does do. I mean, Julie was just saying, you know, is is obviously that uh, my enthusiasm hopefully is infectious and inspiring. It certainly is. Or expulsing for some people. I say inspiring. <laughs> Thank you. Well, your, your P forty-five has been. been <laughs> Um, okay, so I'd like to talk a little bit about challenges. So, 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 the, so the good things we, we, we've covered, um, what motivates you. As a CEO of a nationwide firm, what would you say your main challenges are and how do you cope with them? Uh, with the what are uh, the main challenges? The main challenges of being a CEO are asking mm. um, Well, I think the single biggest challenge is, um, I'm, I'm not sure I find it bigger, that big a challenge, if I'm honest, is... Um, I need to be resolute and keep making brave and good decisions. Mm. So that's my biggest thing, I think. Um, I need to recognise uh, the need to bring in new talents, which I think I do all the time as good as anyone. 
Um, you can see recently, well, you're, you're, you're yourself are a, a, a member of that school, aren't you? I think you're challenging that, though, at the moment, because I am quite a half-wit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are a, a, a wonderful half-wit. So, um, very talented half-wit, as we said. Um, so, have you probably into your two months now? Yes. You know, um, you know, I've got... Um, the, 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 uh, I've, I've identified uh, 37 territories in the UK that will require uh, Aspen Way accredited business advisors, um, which is going to require just over a doubling of the current numbers. So um, probably the biggest challenge is uh, making sure that uh, we, f- we find those people and uh, we don't lose our way and we don't forget who we are. Yes, a deep moment, Drew. I, <laughs> I wish I, wish I could leave that one. Right I wish I could say mind. that he's about to say something profound. Probably... <laughs> no, let's move on to the next question. He's trying to read. That's the trouble. Is yes, it's not a very good. Just, just a light one. What do you, what do you enjoy most about being a business advisor? Uh, being, is it being a business advisor. Mm. Um, well, obviously, the interaction with other people and mm. helping, helping to lessen their load. Mm. making other people's lives better for knowing me. Uh, and what would you say was the point uh, in time that, that uh, you saw yourself as a business advisor rather than an accountant? Because we know, we know that Aspen Wade started as an accountancy firm and it's, it's grown into something quite a lot bigger than that now. Was there a moment in time where you challenged your idea of yourself on this? Um, I think the truthful answer to the question is... Uh, when I was younger, I, I don't think I did accept that I was an accountant. Mm. I think the issue was that I fought against that and I saw myself as something else. I saw myself as something bigger than an accountant. It's only really been fairly recently where I think I'm very comfortable that what I am is an extremely good accountant who happens to be an extremely good businessman. Mm. So, uh, that, sorry, that's my answer to your question. Okay. And this is a little bit of a funny one. Is it possible to be very, very unique? <laughs> For anyone who is any good at grammar, you might want to question yourself as, as the, the grammatical accuracy of the sentence very, very unique. Uh, point being, it's either unique or isn't unique. It'll be very unique or more unique than something else. As unique in itself is, is, is one off. So you might want to think about that. Mm. So, so grammatically, no, you cannot. <laughs> it's a double-wit question. Um, so, uh, so the question was, is it possible to be unique? Yes. Well, very, very unique, you said. Mm. So it must be very, I'm not quite sure what you mean by that, actually. What does that mean? Um, I, I, would see, I would see being unique as um, one of the char- characteristics. Do you mean me? Do, you think, do I think I'm unique? Um, more, more the importance of being unique in a in a business um, in a business sense for your company. Unique in the markets. Unique in the. This was based on a conversation we had uh, a while ago, um, which which is now lost in the in, in lost in time. Is it? Um, but very very unique is, is is a funny phrase that we actually came up with when we were having a conversation oh, at I'm my sure. house. <laughs> well, who but, knows? Um, yes, I think it's very important to be unique, and I was just wondering to think. Uh, wondering your thoughts on that. I don't, I don't. I don't know genuinely whether I would regard myself as being unique. Uh, 
I'd say you might say that some of my beliefs were exceptionally held or something, mm. or it'd be rare. So, for instance, you know, in the meeting this morning with the directors of the other company, I think it would be rare for someone in my position to show such respect uh, and and to position myself as non-threatening, uh, team-playing, relationship-building, those sort of things. Ah, so you could say I had a unique approach or a mm. particularly empathic or sensitive approach. So, yes. Something like that, I would say, was probably... Yes, and, and I think the... Um, key point i'm trying to make is is by taking that approach it can make big things happen in a business sense my view is is so i i will actually repeat what i said in the meeting this morning to somebody i said i have to censor this because i think it might might it might um, be something that some of the ladies may not like um obviously the the people that i was talking to this morning are uh, a great company but slightly down on my luck they've been hit a bit and uh, my analogy, as I'm always full of analogies, was that um, I could, in full recognition of the fact that they are slightly down on their luck, and that I'm not, um, as I put it, kick it between the proverbial legs, taking advantage of their misfortune uh, to exploit a situation for myself. Uh, however, my approach to business is that I want to work with people for a lifetime. And I said, so while you may, might allow me to kick you between the legs today, you're never going to forget that I did. So my view is that I would rather uh, treat people as I would want to be treated. And if I'm right, the benefits of that are very loyal and decent people that are going to work with you for a lifetime. So my contention would be that my more sensitive and sympathetic approach actually generates a better return in the long term mm. so so you're going for a more long-term game than than short short-term value i don't i i, I again as i said i said last night and this morning i don't have an exploitative inch of my body that's how i would put it He's lost words again he doesn't know what I'm to say i'm lost for words that's he's trying to think he's trying to wonder what exploitative means <laughs> No, I'm... Um... Preparation, Drew, preparation. <laughs> well, um, we, we, have, we have something very special for you next week. Uh, we, we have a, a Christmas... For, uh, for 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 you, oh, for, for me. And for the Lily, <laughs> and for the listeners, and for everyone out Mostly there. Mostly for the listeners, a, I was. Yes, we're going to do a Christmas special that's going to include um, many songs and, um, and, yes, some treats for you guys. So I think um, unless you would like to add more to this podcast episode, we will wrap this one up in preparation for. Yeah, so this week, um, Drew and I, as, as a Drew, as you know, is a very fine musician. Um, I'm a very frustrated musician, stroke creative genius, stroke actor, <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. And um, uh, one of the things that's um, is, is always nice on a Friday, although I don't always get to do it, is, is to really chill out and play some good music. Um, just recently, I've really been able to um, get, get, get back into a band that I used to uh, really, really like at the end of the 80s, uh, an Australian band called Ice House, oh, yeah. who, um, I have to say, uh, having listened to their whole, their whole sort of catalogue um, a lot over the last four weeks, um, I think, I think, I think um, you'd go a long way to, 
to um, to position a band that was more excellent than them over the last forty years. Um, they're in their forty first year uh, this year, and um, the songwriting is is fantastic. Uh, as as is their musicianship, fantastic saxophone, drumming, uh, guitars, etc. Um, I played some stuff to Drew uh, last week, and there's a song which we may inflict upon the party goers at our Christmas party mm-hmm. next week, which is called "The Man of Colours," and um, there's a particularly good uh, acoustic version by uh, Ice House, which includes um, they, they, their latest recruit was a very young and talented musician called Michael Painter. Who's quite odd because he's built like a brick shit house. Looks like Callum, uh, Callum's arms with uh, Drew, Drew's talent. Um, Callum's poor son. And unusually, unusually high range. It may say when you listen to the song in a minute. So um, this week, uh, Drew and I are going to play out with a song that uh, I think Drew himself uh, fell in love with on first sight, first sight, first hearing. <laughs> Um, which is called A Man of Colours, written by a very talented guy called Ivor Davis, who's the lead singer of Ice House. Uh, and this is uh, the acoustic version featuring Michael Painter, an absolute classic track. Check it out. Ah, excellent. And thank you from us. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you next week for the Christmas special. Thank you. Hurrah! Hurrah! Thank you very much indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a point of the evening I'm always very excited to uh, introduce our youngest member, Mr. Michael Painter.
Come on! Michael Painter, ladies and gentlemen. 